had my idol go home in Dwight's crotch. I don't care if you put it in your crotch. Okay. That's the safest move. Jeff, can we do four players? No. Five of you are sitting out. That is a massive risk. And uh, here we go. Day playing. 16, Survivor 43. Survivor 43. Here, hit the intro. Yes, that's right. Here on this Wednesday, November 9th, 2022, uh, we just finished watching episode eight of Survivor 43, Preposterous. Uh, I'm Dave Mater, joined by my brother Jeff Mater here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, co-host Jamil Robinson, and panelist Josh Foster. We're all breaking this down for you tonight. How are you guys doing? I kind of introduced you all together. That was kind good. Of- that, that, that's, uh, that next week preview saved me. Dave, I, I have to say it, the the excitement for next week saved me. Why? Good. Why? What was in the preview for next week that that was so exciting? Oh, double immunity, double elimination. Oh, okay, yes, yes, that's right. We did Team see that. Shamil possibly on the hot seat. Oh well, uh, you guys lost a, a member tonight of T, or did, is the, is the only guy that matters, Jesse? For okay. Sam, it's Jesse. Go, guy. Team Sabio lost uh, a draftee tonight. No, no, no. Remember, his deal is only with James. I, I don't understand how this Jesse is not ever targeted. You know, like he seems like a pretty big threat as far as like a player goes in the game. Nobody ever talks about him. Yeah, he's a bit of a. He seems to be flying under the radar here, and he also picked up an idol sort of here by accident. Because for some reason, uh, Dwight uh, gave – he had it in his crotch, but then he gives it to Jesse here in the episode. Uh, yeah. well, why nobody would he, know, why, nobody why, knows this. Why would he do that and not tell Janine? You know, like, I don't really get that move, you know. Um, I feel like Dwight um, – yeah, I don't, I don't understand why he would do that. Like, it's not his idol to do that with, you know. Yeah, I, I like. I really don't understand why he felt the need to do this at all. There, that's a bit of a mystery, uh, but it was a good thing for Jesse because Jesse just got an idol out of nowhere, just, and that's kind of how this episode starts off, as many like, episodes do. You know, kind of the aftermath of the vote and uh, and who who was on the wrong side of the numbers, and here and the seven that like came out of this, and that was a big part of what the discussion was in the early part of this episode too. Is like we have the seven here, which includes. Everybody who voted last time, Ryan, Jesse, um, Cassidy, uh, I'm trying to remember all of them all, guys, but uh, uh, Cody's in there. Yeah. Not not Sam. Cody, not Owen, not not uh, Gabler. Yeah, it's got like Sam, Sammy and a few others. It was uh, 74. Carla. Going into night, into night, yeah. Before it was Noel, uh, Janine, Owen, and Gabler. Right. Uh, we learned a little bit more about Owen in this episode to start off things uh, that he was adopted and, uh, you know, he had uh, his, uh, his story to tell in the episode. Uh, reactions? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Didn't really have much reactions to, to his story. I thought I, I was like, it was neat 
but at the same time, I was like, okay, moving on. You're, he's. I felt like his backstory was much the way he's playing this game. It was kind of like just like, it was it was kind of vanilla. It was very like, uh, there wasn't a lot there. You know, that's how I felt about it anyway. Uh, but he won the immunity in the episode. This episode was kind of an Owen episode. That's, yeah. That's again. Awesome. Go ahead, Josh. I was gonna say first impression from the episode was it uh, it um, was an Owen episode, right? Because that's how they played it off, right? Like they did the same thing with Gabler in the previous episode, right? So it's just like how they're working through the season right now. It's just like they're giving everyone their turn, if you will, right? So he he was at the bottom. He, he probably was gonna be up there in terms of risk, right? If he didn't win, and he pulled it off. Guys, somehow Owen is pl- is is playing the game with less strategy than Ryan. I don't know how he's pulling it off, but he's doing it. <laughs> and and that that's what I see from this player. I just see a guy that doesn't really know how to play Survivor, and he's asking himself constantly, "What what's wrong with me? What why am I not the cool kid? Or what you know? Talk to people. Don't just like you know." Jeff, yeah. I can tell you exactly why. Yeah, Ryan is busy catching fish and not talking to people so he can't say anything stupid that people don't like him right and um owen is just trying to talk to people and well (laughs) he's not not having that much luck he's struggling at it um but yeah well sam feels like owen has a better social game than ryan so, well, Ryan, Ryan has, has no social, social game. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's Ryan, why he's doing yeah, well. <laughs> everyone does, I suppose. Um, yeah, but but Owen also, yeah, he won this challenge. You know, he got the poll guys up there and uh, took down Cody in this, in this final. Can, can I just say that Ryan's strategy was dumb and yeah. was not gonna like last well, at all? It's so dumb. It's brilliant because it, like hold a pole on your head or your face. Oh, you mean with the the competition? I thought you meant in general. Uh, like R- R- Ryan's strategy is, I'm going to go fishing, and nobody's going to. I'm going to provide, and people are going to like me. Like the thing is, Ryan has a good personality. He seems likable, as far as like you know, um, he seems personable. Um, but he doesn't use it. <laughs> he just is like, I'm going to go. Yeah, he and, runs into problems when he tries to like strategize, and. Like, if he says something stupid, everyone's going to be like, what is no? Right? So, yes, if he's fishing, he doesn't do that. He's just, he, he you know, he does that, the pleasantries, and it works well for him. He's, he, he's getting all the fish for the, them. They're not going to vote him out. They're, like This episode comes down between Janine and, and Ryan, ultimately, in this uh, in this decision, where the seven, which includes Ryan, ultimately almost decides to vote him out. And I knew as soon as he was like, I went around and I talked to everybody. They took 15 minutes. And we all said we're voting on Janina. And said, yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go fishing for four hours. See you later. Right? And I'm like, that's, that's like, you're just asking for it if you do that. Like, that's like the dumbest thing you can do. He, but again, it was so dumb. It was smart because he did. He never put his foot in his mouth. He never overplayed his hand. So then it was like, oh yeah, like Cody basically made the decision for everybody, where he was just like, Jadine's way scarier than Ryan. Ryan's predictable, you know, and he is. So here's my issue with this whole situation, though, with Ryan's strategy. You can catch twenty-one pieces of fish. There aren't twenty-one people. In the tribe so what happens when it gets to five 
right? I can go a couple days <laughs> on 21 pieces of fish, especially if there's a backlog. And then we, we don't have Ryan eating all, you know, as much. I can last the rest of the game with him. So he's not looking, he's not lasting past six. You saying that he could overfeed his competitors? And make 21 pieces of fish. People were doing like five and splitting amongst the entire tribe. He's, he's doing Aquaman. 21. What do you Maybe. want from him? He, he can't help himself. Those are some, some, some small fish, too, he's catching. They're like little No, you, he caught a bigger fish than that, though. Yeah, a lot of them were small. But, yes, he did catch a couple of big ones. Um, pockets, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was more impressed with Ryan in this episode. I, I, I found there was a bit more substance to Ryan that, uh, than I had had previously. I really didn't wasn't understanding Ryan very well. I feel like I have a better handle on him after this episode, although... I don't think he's necessarily in a position to win this game. I don't think that he's got necessarily. Obviously, I think just this episode was a clear indication of that. Just because he nearly gets himself voted out, you know, even though he's supposed to be in a good position at this point, right? And he didn't really have to even do much to do, get that uh, on him. But ultimately, they don't choose to vote him out. I don't think he got he he did anything to get himself voted out. It was uh, it basically came down to. Um, you know, Janine and Ka- and Cassidy were like, you know, thinking about that, and and um, Sammy, you know, they were kind of thinking, oh, maybe we get Ryan out because you know, the competitions is how they were looking at it, and that's not Ryan's fault. That's, that's you know what I mean. Like, there's nothing Ryan can do about that, really, strategically. You know, they're, if they're gonna gun for him because he's a competition threat, they're gonna gun for him. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah. Like, speaking of Ryan. Is he looking to to talk himself into becoming a threat, recognized threat? Because the way he's so cavalier talking during like tribal, I would be like, look, what is this man saying? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I have to start thinking about him, right? But Dave, yes, he's only nineteen years old. I am outclassing twenty-two year olds, twenty-four year olds, thirty-one year olds. Even it's in. Incredible. And uh, Gabler, he's got to be in his fifties. Gable, he Gabler's not even in the majority alliance like Sammy is. Like, are you kidding me? Of course. Like, Sammy is. Imagine what he'll be doing by the time he's Gabler's age. He'll probably Sammy, have conquered Sammy the world. was putting work in. He, he was laying it on pretty thick at tribal. Like Jamil's right. Like he 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 was really animated, and I think you guys you saw some daggers from other people. Like, dude, like. You're not supposed to be entertaining here at Tribal. What are you doing? You're supposed to be yeah. bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was being, he was uh, trying to be a little bit more engaged. Probably still like thinking, like, I got to give casting and Jeff like what what he's looking for. I'm trying to give him a a good soundbite, something that will get him on, t- you know, uh, with the episode, and not necessarily the most strategic thing. He we he's ultimately the first one to volunteer here in this thing to to um to sit out of the immunity challenge to get the rice. Uh, Jeff's little temptation here, which I feel like Jeff was completely disappointed in them for caving so quickly. On the other hand, he's like, my offer will never get that good again. And just how um, uh, I think it's James asked him, can we, but can we do four instead? Jeff, can we do four players? No. Yeah, what is up with his voice? Like, <laughs> there's, some, there's some sand stuck in there or something. Yeah. I don't they're gonna tell him he walks into tribal it's like here's a bucket just lug and spit like come on (laughs) (laughs) enough of this i feel like there's a fan 
right by his microphone, and it's just like he's talking like he's underwater or something. I think the microphone's like in his like necklace or something, but um, I, I think so. But maybe not. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he sounds like that because it's like um, the sounds coming through like uh, like like the necklace reverberating or something. Yeah. But this whole this whole thing here, where the five who, uh, which was James, Sammy, um, I think, who, oh yeah, Jesse, Cassidy, and Carla, the ones to sit out. Some of them had good reasons. They're like, well, we're injured. We're probably not going to win this challenge anyway. But Jeff was very disappointed in them. It was like I tempted you, yes, with this rice, but I'm also very disappointed with how quickly you caved, even though you asked to negotiate, and then I, thought, I told you I was going to make it worse. I thought the rice was like a pretty crappy like temptation. Yeah, filled with rice. I think he thought so too. I think he thought it was like they were couldn't believe how much little they were going for. Have they done something like this before or no? Oh, they do. They've done it the last two seasons, but they used to do like here's here's like it used to be like they would do. They everyone would start, and then all of a sudden Jeff would come by and be like PB and J, and then like you want to drop, you got to drop now. And then after that, he'd be like, how about? A whole plate of PBs and Js and some oh. chip, you know, and then you know, and then you would see who would drop then, you know. It was a little bit more entertaining. Now it's just like fried chicken. Yeah, who wants Outback yeah. Steakhouse. You know? Yeah, it'd be funny if like we like just before commercial, like before the camera pans out, you see like this like five course meal spread that was there and they're like wheel it back wheel it back yeah send it back they were they, they went easy they went for the rice no one want. get cards today from outback steakhouse yeah no there wouldn't be anything guys that, that there was a great transition in this episode uh when they started up the challenge that i love so much i even pulled it from it and made it a, its own little video here we go hopefully the eight seconds doesn't get us the copyright here we go <laughs> Impressive. Uh, those balls, didn't you? Poles and balls. All the balls. Balls up in the air. Um, they were doing this whole thing where they had to, you know, hold the, the ball on the stick. And then add more stick things and get it up really tall. You know, ultimately was uh do you guys like these challenges? Like the you know, compared to other ones? This one reminded me a lot of um the one that Russell had to win in nineteen where he had to hold that that figure up um and to beat brett and what really should have won him the game alone um you know but no there was a bitter jury but it reminded me a lot of that challenge because uh you had a the you know it was a high up thing and this one bent more though but man did it ever bend yeah you, you can balance it on your face uh josh what do you think of the challenge um, Not to show the challenge, but this challenge. <laughs> well, I was just I was thinking that uh, I like I like last week's better. I like I like endurance, like that kind of challenge more. Like you know, with uh, like this is more of a balancing, like concentration kind of you know challenge. I also you know like it was kind of like I don't I still kind of mentioned earlier, but I don't know why Ryan was balancing on his forehead and Jeff didn't say anything. It's like how is that even like what are you doing? Use your two hands. Why was he allowed to do that? That's what I. That That's was what, what I did. No, but Jeff was like the bold strategy, balancing it on his board. 
so I could have I could have just yeah. stooped lower and balanced it against a piece of wood instead, or walk <laughs> over to a tree and just have it lay against the tree. Are you talking, are you talking about Ryan with his like yeah, face strategy, just... which comes towards not he doesn't start doing that right away, but he was always kind of, yeah. Eventually, he goes for this whole. Um, Yeah, he goes through this whole clip here where he's, yeah, he's kind of... <laughs> it looks terrible. <laughs> I'm like, this is not going to work. <laughs> Cody was much more practical, and so was uh, was was uh, Owen. It was working, but then he started talking. He was, you know, I could just imagine the producers is like, it's like, should we eliminate him? One producer's like, let's see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I think... And then they disqualify him, actually. Yeah, I think someone asked, I think Jane, yeah, I was with somebody. I was with Jane watching it. Uh, and, you know, Jane was like, wouldn't that be against the rules? I'm like, if Probe's just saying it's okay, then it's fine. You know, it's but So, brief interlude. I think someone in the chat wants us to acknowledge them. Uh, that Ryan <laughs> cheated? <laughs> I don't think he did because they never said it was against the rules at the beginning. I'll play your Ellie sound. Uh, uh, Sam. Where's my Ellie? I, singing. Okay. In all of its survivor glory, just singing. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wait till the very end for the math equation, Sam. Yeah, I'm not ready for a math equation yet. Um, yeah. You know, you were right though that Janine was not long for this game after it was who, who was it Ellie after Ellie got voted out. Yeah, you were like, like oh, that's it for Janine. She didn't even have an idol, and people still took her out. She she was like the once Owen was gone, like she had the stink of, well, if we can't get A, B's right there. Mm-hmm. She was not long for this game at all. She didn't do enough to kind of distance herself from Ellie. She was moping all the time. She should have, like, you know, sometimes you got to be, uh, like, what Jesse was doing. Sorry, not Jesse. Um, Sammy was doing is what mm. Janine should have been doing. She should have taken the game by the horns because what does she have to lose? Yeah. Yeah, she was playing too passive. I agree with that. Uh, and, and you're right. Kind of feeling sorry for herself. And especially once her idol was gone. Um it was like she was, she was like, not long for this game. Like the fact that she made it this far, she and there was a question I think earlier from Sam that we didn't get to, but uh, is is she in the jury? I believe yes, she is the first juror. So that is official. Uh, but I think all things considered, I think the majority alliance would have rather have voted out Owen at this particular stage of the game. You could see them; they were just hoping that Cody was going to win this, especially um, James, who somehow become like the leader of the seven. I don't know, or the Godfather. They were saying he's not the Godfather in the preview. Watch out. We're going to see. So, in my opinion, I'm like, why would Owen at all? (laughs) If people don't like him, genuinely don't like him, and it's not like he's doing anything strategic, they just generally don't feel that passionate to care and work with him, you keep him in the game longer. Because yeah, I, if he's expendable, then why bother? Not yeah, even just expendable. If people are unwilling to work with him, that's perfect. <laughs> that means they're more likely to work with me. He why are you going to flip like a... on me to go work with Owen, who you don't like? Right. 
it seems like he's not a priority to get out the stage. When you could have gotten out Gabler at this point, you could have, you know, who's obviously a, a bigger, I think, a bigger threat than Janine. You could have got out. Of course, Ryan was the other choice here. But um, she would have been. What about Noel? Well, Noel's in the. Is she in the seven or no? No, oh, she's not. She she's actually not. talks game, like you know, like they actually show her doing something, but like she's not making enough of an impact to like make waves yet. Yeah, and I, like it seems like they have a, a particular pecking order, and Owen's at the top of that. But since oh, and, and Janine was number two, and therefore Janine uh, got voted at, at this stage. Who's three? Who's who? Who's the who? I guess eventually, won't this get back to Ryan that they were highly considering voting him out at this stage, and then wouldn't that just like kind of break that trust anyway? But who's likely to like who's likely to tell him? Like, I don't really think he really has an ally anymore. His one ally was Geo. He's gone. Sammy would, but I don't think like I don't think he's gonna take it to heart because the first time they talked to like Cody, Cody's like, No, 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 man. Like some people were thinking about it, but we like we held strong, you know, I think it was Janine making a push and Noel, like the the women, but like, you know, we held strong. Like I absolutely think that's how it's going to go. Owen's next, I think. I think that was pretty... I think that's kind of leading up from, from today. Like, he'll be he'll be gone next week. I don't, know, I, I, I don't know about that, because I do feel like a, like, a, like a blindside might occur, like, where James goes home next week. Um, because I do see, like, Sammy and certain other players wanting to, to flip the seven. Um... You know, some of them are comfortable. I think Cody's very comfortable with the seven and maybe Jesse. Uh, but, you know, I think there are players on the other side that are kind of over it and want to flip it. What, like Carla and um, Cassidy? Cassidy and, and, and Sam. Especially, especially Cassidy, I think, because she, she was the one who was, she also voted um, to get out. Yeah. Right. Next next week is probably going to be a body weight endurance challenge, and uh, the women are going to survive, and it's going to be two men that are going to be eliminated, in my opinion. What, but what if it's like two immunity necklaces, one for a man, one for a woman, and you're voting that one of each? They didn't mention the it. They didn't mention it. I don't think that's what they're doing. Isn't that not what they're doing, though? No, I don't think that's what they're doing because uh, it, there's there's two people getting voted out, two immunity necklaces. That doesn't mean it's man, woman. They usually did that, but it sounded like they're, that's not what's happening. Mark my words. It's going to be one for the men and one for the women, and there will be one of each one. No. Even, Dave, look at the logistics of the storytelling of what they're saying, right? They didn't need to go with the storyline of, man, the women keep getting picked off. They put that there for a reason. They're yeah. not going to have two women get eliminated, or even one. They can't. They'll have to vote at one of each. No, I, I think it's going to be two men. That's how. But it's mostly uh, men left, right? There's Gabler, Owen, Sammy. That's all men. So there's so the women left are Cassidy, Carla, Noel, Noel. Is that it? Yeah. Left in the game. I think so. Okay, so three women left in the game, and like um, and seven, yeah, Cass- right? Yeah. So statistically, it's a lot more likely it'll be two men to go to get to the end here. The way things are going. Oh, and not just one- to get to the end. I just mean to to go in the next vote. You know, 
it's more likely Jamil's correct. Uh, you know, but the thing is, uh, all right, like, do, will there be a girl sitting at the end? I, I say there will be. I think there'll be a girl in the final three. I don't know who it will be, but it won't, Carl, I think so. right? Carla's going to be in the end. I think. Yes, if Sam had his way, Ellie would be back in the mix. Ellie was the his MVP player, and Foster never even knew her. He was, she was voted out right before he started watching the show. So it's uh, they're at the pleasure. No, <laughs> Sam's it. like, and you better keep it that way. No pleasure from Ellie for you. Yeah, hit her, hit her up on Twitter, uh, Sam, and uh, you never know. Uh, uh, you can meet her at, if she's ever had into Newfoundland. Right for the, these appearance. These if, if Sam wants here. to work on getting Ellie to come on the show, um, I'll take back every bug-eyed comment I've made so far this season. <laughs> the bug eyes, the crazy eyes on Ellie. Um, okay, so where do you guys want to go to now? Because we talked about the immunity challenge and the fact that uh, you know Mr. Owen there won it. <laughs> Dave, I'm I'm sorry if I don't feel as like you know hyped up about this episode. <laughs> um, right? She's a classy lady, Sam. Sam said Ellie's not on Twitter because she's a classy le- uh, lady. She's probably on Mastodon. Um, <laughs> this this episode is absolutely. You are right to foster i believe you said it that this was an owen episode because it just mm-hmm. felt as boring as owen in general it's like stuff just happened did i yeah. really feel that ryan was in danger not really right no. it just it, it felt like paint by numbers and i feel like that's kind of what owen's strategy is i don't see what his game plan what who is he trying to wiggle mm-hmm. in with right who is he buddying up to it just seems like he's throwing ideas at a wall and you know, stuff happens and it just slides to the ground. It was like these moments at the tribal council where Owen would like look over and he would like, oh, you know, like James, I think he lied to me about something earlier now. And now I know I've caught him in his lie. But he like he has no idea what to do with the information. You know, like, that's what I was getting from the preview for the next episode was that he was just kind of um, doesn't really know how to play survivor like i think jeff said that at the top of his comments but also you know he wins the immunity challenge so that's part of the game as well uh anyone can win a challenge gabler won the last challenge is he like there's a lot of bad players in this season like just not not even bad clueless like don't even know what they're doing type players uh Cody seems like he can do like based on the last two challenges that i've seen he seems like he's gonna go far He's a teller, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's only a few players. Like, I, I almost don't care what happens in this season until, like, the final six or seven because, to me, there's only six or seven players that are any good at the game. You know, you got, like, Carla, Jesse, Cody. Um, James? Uh, I, uh, James, I would say maybe Sammy. Uh, 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 that's about it. Like Cassidy? What about your draft pick, Cassidy? No. No? <laughs> no. No faith. <laughs> No, no, not her. Not, not a lot. she's just upset about identity politics or something like with you know. It, well, I think she was like, "Why do we have to vote out Janine? Why do we have to get a girl out of here?" She was like, "Janine's better for my game," and they're like, "Even more reason to vote her out." You know, it was kind of like they don't. Um, I think it was the majority of that seven was majority men, and they were controlling things. And you know, Dave, um, Dave, Jeff, what you were saying about. Like, there's only five or six that are really, like, have their head on their shoulders. 
Yeah. And that boils down to the reason why this isn't exciting. Because they know they don't have to do backflips to try to make it to the end. Right? Cool, calm, collective, barely any strategy Mm -hmm. has seen them through. Has they're they're like they're walking through like on the track while you have the slouches over there doing hurdles and tripping over the um the bars right it's it's easier for them they like an occasional strategy uh, strategic person might slip right but has carla really been in danger has jesse been in danger is cody cody who's a threat who's always second place like only the first first one so we just we do we just have to get through go through the motions here and get out the the bad players until they're like we're left with like a good final five. Dave, well, this is the roller episode. Before Janine is one of those players that if she got to the, like the final six or seven, she could have done some damage, but she got taken out here because precisely for that reason that it's much easier to keep Ryan around because he's clueless. He's no idea what's going on. It's easy to keep Owen around. It's easy to keep a lot of these players that just don't know what they're doing, you know? Uh, and then you just pick them off whenever. So, you know, that's why, like I said, I won't be surprised if like a James gets t- taken out next because I don't think you'll see it coming. And because he is a little overconfident, I think um, with the way he's playing the game. Because uh, the thing is, like, uh, yeah, like I really see Jesse and Cody and those players, Carla, kind of really doing the best, you know, so far, you know. And they'll make a big move at some point. Yeah. So once it gets down to they have to turn on each other, kind of a stage. Um, I think that's more. I think that like of that group, I think Cody is the maybe the most hungry to make an early move and turn on them before mm-hmm. they're down to like the five. He's exerting his will. A lot more than you see a lot of the others. Well, outside of James, like Jesse, he's like, he's like a good number two, right? He's there, he's present. People respect his opinion, but you'd never see him like overstep or step out of line, right? But you know he has it in him, right? So you're just kind of waiting for like the lead guy to trip and fall, and he's just there going, "Sorry, but your luck." Yeah, like I think. Well, Jesse's the other one. I, I I'm curious to know what his like long term strategy here was. I wish like I, 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 I'm kind of over the whole like misdirect thing at tribal council, and then you know they try to keep us guessing, and ultimately it's kind of what we thought was going to happen anyway. And well, how how often are you legitimately surprised by the outcome? Oh, I wrote down my my hope was Ryan, but I I know it's going to be Janine. Yeah, that's what I felt too. I was like, I hope Ryan, but not it won't be. I was right. hoping it was Janine because I have Ryan in the draft, and uh, you know, I haven't lost a player yet. What do you? I want people to start using their advantages and them disappearing. I don't, I don't like this getting closer to the end game and all these things still floating about. Yeah, sometimes people think they're in crotches and voted out with walking out in the crotch, and then they come back in, but they were never they were transplanted from crotches to other places um it would have been funny to see um jesse kiss the idol it's like oh my gosh it was in dwight's crotch (laughs) but uh but speaking of the draft and team you know samuel for life uh janine or the baka tribe voted out here and off your list and so you only have jesse is your great hope 
Shoot Where the moon. This? Shoot the moon. Oh, no, that's not what I want. I want strike through. Uh, strike through. Yeah. All it takes is one to win. Yeah, but I, I'm long dead in this draft, so it's no good for me anyway. Okay. Uh, so Sam says that he has a, a request for me. Sam, what's this request that you have for me? Oh, he wants you to buy him a cameo. Wait. Okay, why do you want me to buy it? <laughs> what, 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 yeah. Why, why, you no, want me to saying, gift No, he's one? saying if, if he can get her on the show, he's asking you to buy him, uh, like, what, like, cam that cameo thing. A cameo is like where you get somebody to make you, like, a little, um, telegram or something, right? Yeah. So. Okay. Sam, if you can get Ellie on this show, I will buy you a cameo for Ellie. <laughs> okay? Yeah, it's kind of a chicken and the egg situation though, right? Um, but that is the cameo. Gilligan's Island, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully they're gonna clue into Jesse that he's a threat. Um, but we'll see. If Ellie gets a cameo. Dave's okay. Dave's gonna get a way back machine and go back in time and make sure Jesse doesn't win. He's like, I can't do it. I can't. Actually, uh, oh. so yeah, oh, podcast. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> it was, yeah, I don't know. It just it was kind of like everyone's so like you said, like they're like you said, Jamil. They're they're coasting through. They're 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 tight walking it. They're they're uh, tight lipped. They're they're afraid to like they're they're afraid to like who who said who said it in the um in the jury about uh, like you know you say one word and you're like you know and then like about and then you get targeted right um, but it's just it, it's, it's like like the only like the only physical threat you know like in terms of like you know it, like week to week is Ryan right in the long run right but. Like and then there's Cody and then there's you know whoever right and but but the point is is that this is not a last it's it, it's an out it's an outlast kind of situation right instead of like an outwit or outplay kind of situation right it's like who like you said who's gonna make it to this final six or seven I hope and I don't think I hope and I do think that there's that final seven is not gonna be the same as they said in this episode and like I'm hoping that next week with the double elimination, it's like more like it kind of speeds it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I kind of yeah. wish well, that's, that they... why, that's why that's happening. I think I, I... the producers know when it's boring. Go ahead. Jamil. Sorry. <laughs> Stepping on each other's toes. I just, I'm, I'm bored. I'm bored. I love survivor. I'm bored right now. And I'm watching it because um, I love the you show. You do a podcast but... on it every week? <laughs> well, I, I I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I just like, can't we just speed up a little bit, right? Can't we get people more more desperate, right? The whole point of this was people supposed to be desperate. And I think that uh, people have gotten used to the speed of the the new version of it, right? I miss the paranoia. Those three days where it's like, you know, we're all good. And then, yes, the, tomorrow happened. And Ryan went out to to uh, to fish and he didn't talk to anyone before leaving. And everything changed. 
right? And then Ryan came back, and he's wondering what's happening. He's scrambling, and he's he's like, there also needs time for things to develop. Yeah, he I would also... say something. Yeah, like thing he's afraid of doing. Uh, eventually, after three days, like it's gonna catch up to him. We won't be able to avoid them. So it's like, a harder game. Like Jamil's right. Like I'm not there. Like we're not there. Like we're not like on the camera crew or the producers. But like 26 days seems ridiculous. Like it should like in the bare minimum have been. 30 days or 31 days it should have been a month you know but now it's like i think the thing is the players and the producers were so bored with 39 days it's a long time it's a lot of downtime and it seems like a big waste of time but jabil's right that when you have that you have paranoia you have things change you have a lot more time to tell a story whereas here it's everything's rapid fire but it, in turn, what's happening is the audience is getting bored because there's not enough time for things to occur. Yeah, they're taking yeah. from less time. They're pulling well, the, the the story from less, you know, less pages. These these three seasons, you know, 41 through 43 have been shortened because of, of COVID and pandemic and restrictions. But I'm curious to see. They didn't necessarily, I think that they led more, less so certainly for this, for 43 here. And I'm curious to see for 44 if they will add more days, go back to the 39 days or something in between, or if Jeff Probst just likes this. They're not going to. And that's the, the, he will wait until 50 to do anything different. They're, they're saving way, so, way too much money. Just think about all of the stipends they don't have to pay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that and production and amount of hotels that they have to do for all the product, all the people on the production uh it's got to be yeah a lot of save money it's basically taking two weeks off of their their shoot you know yeah quarantine was five days in this case but i think it was 14 days for like for the other seasons that they had done before that hashtag bring back 39 days I don't, we'll see if that starts trending um i always thought 39 days was a weird number i was like why 39 why not 40 yeah, like why thirty? Forty days and forty because nights on the island. It was always strange to me. So I was like, why not just do a month? Do do a month. Do thirty or thirty-one days, depending on what month it is. You know, <laughs> February twenty-eight days. Or we accepted year. leap years, and then be twenty-nine days, and then we're back to where we are, Jeff. It's a... What I I never understood about Survivor is why don't we get more episodes? And I mean, like. Why isn't there a pre-show for Survivor? Instead of all this backstory throughout the season, I would love to see, like, you know, you got on Survivor. What is their preparation getting ready for it? Like, you know what? Take a page out of the Hunger Games. Seriously, right? Get, the, get them killing each other, finally. No, no, I mean, learning about them in their quote-unquote districts. What, what, what do they care about? Why do they want to win? <laughs> no, like probes just you know <laughs> take that a pistol and boom the tribe is spoken you know right. <laughs> like russell was such an interesting character from straight out the gate because yeah. his story was simple i'm rich i'm gonna prove that um i can win this game and it's, it's easy gonna be easy and it's gonna be easy yeah. right so simple so simple right i'm not seeing a full episode on this dude Right, that is a that is a segment. You see him there in his lifestyle, where he's rich, right? And you know all the lies he he told. Like it would just seem, I would think, even better, 
right? I would care about these characters at the very beginning. They, they keep trying to uh, get us to care more about them through these like more emotional stories and backgrounds they keep telling us. But I feel it interrupts the actual story of what's going on. This is yeah. not lost, okay? I yeah. don't need to learn about Jack's tattoos. Okay? Yeah, we need to know like, what they mean. Right? We're getting into Jack's tattoos episodes. It's true. <laughs> And and we need more, you know, who are the others? Expose the Pablo and Nikki. Yeah, who are the Pablo and Nikki of this season? Uh, Owen. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> Pablo. Nikki's and Pablo. And Janine's a Nikki? Maybe Janine or Cassidy. Yeah. Oh, man. This is a weak season. This is like a season three kind of situation where they were, weren't sure where to go next. Uh, how, how Charlie got his tattoos. Uh, things like that. No, that's Jack. That's Jack. I just I don't. I don't. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I think casting is also like you're, they're casting for stories, and I like that for the first six episodes. But then once we get to the merge, I don't care about these people's stories anymore. Stop it, you know. Like, but it, it, it's it, it's. I just want to watch the game, you know. But during those first six episodes or whatever it is tell all the stories you want because it's boring tribal stuff i don't really care you know but once we get to the merge the game should be afoot and that should be the story you're telling you know where's the homeless um survivor oh god yeah that'd be <laughs> right everyone's <laughs> like oh i'm so hungry and he's just looking at them like you mothers <laughs> you weak a whole cast of homeless people what do you think that would be expl expletive um, exploitive. You think? I don't know. Someone's oh, going to yeah. make a million dollars. If they, if they were offered the rice, they would all drop out at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but that would also, that would be an awesome, like, situation come up where it's like, you know what? We're all, we're gonna, we all believe that we have a good grasp of the game. I don't need to compete. Oh, I have a theme. Survivor. Homeless versus rich. <laughs> <laughs> you get like the Paul brothers, the <laughs> Jake Paul. <laughs> it's all these celebrities, and then it's just a bunch of homeless people, and it's just like, who's going to win? I think they're right doing it every time. Uh, it were the puzzles. But like, you'd have to put like some ringers in. Like, um, this homeless person is an <laughs> MIT super genius, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> slash professional athlete. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think I think you got something there. I think that's the theme. <laughs> I like it, uh, guys. I, 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 yeah. I think like I agree with you, and I feel like we've run out of things in this episode to really talk about. Uh, unfortunately, we're pitching beams, Dave. So <laughs> we're like, we're like, where do we go from here? What's the next thing for this show? Look, oh, that celebrity. What? Look, go ahead. We need celebrity. We need celebrity survivor. Celebrity Wait. survivor, but what kind of like like Big Brother celebrity caliber celebrities? Need, uh, get me um, Vern Troyer, rest in peace. Right, mm -hmm. if he was, we're, I, we're bringing back zombie Vern Troyer to be on this. No, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like I I I have no problem with that level of uh, like uh, celebrity, right? No, Ian Ziering would be a would be a solid casting for uh, Ian Ziering and how people like, you know, people don't like him. Tara Reid. Mm. Tara, Tara Reid. Yeah, where where like people are afraid that she might pop a pop an implant. 
How about like, what? If, so what if you did heroes versus villains celebrity edition? So you get all the you know celebrities nobody likes, and then you get all the you know the people everybody loves that are universally adored. Which you one know? would Doctor Phil be on? Would Doctor Phil be on the survivor uh, heroes or villains? Um, hero. <laughs> he would. Well, the funniest thing ever on Doctor Phil is when the bum fights promoter. Went on the show dressed as Dr. Phil. Put Todrick Hall on there. Uh, homeless versus, How about that? Homeless versus Rich, Survivor, David versus Goliath, too. No, he, it would have to be three tribes. So it would be <laughs> lower, middle, and upper class. I wouldn't be opposed that they went back to doing a two tribe season again. You know, like the three tribes, fine, but it, you know, sometimes, you know, I mean, you mix it up. Um, I don't know. I, I'm missing. I, I hate that I even say this, but I'm missing the themes because <laughs> so like some of the if they if they got creative with them, like you know, like I, I think it is kind of interesting. If you know, for the half the game, and it gives them something to talk about. They have nothing to talk about. They're bored. You can tell. Yeah, they're talking about food mostly, and all like oh. I don't think I could take a pizza, wrap it in a burrito, and eat all that. Yeah, like, that's yeah. nasty. That was that's that made hair. You know, the, the fact that it made the episode is sad. <laughs> you know? There was also the part where uh, I think, like, Cody was like, I'm just rambling, man, on about nothing. And then Jeff's like, no, I love it. I love where you're going with this. Keep going. And, and Cody's like, I'm just bullshit. I'm pulling shit out of my ass. I'm processing this. the greatest thing I've ever said. All right. You know, know you know what the problem is? Is that Probst gets to decide everything because he's like the exact producer now, and nobody's there to tell him this isn't working. Probst, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. nobody's there to say this is boring. You know, we need to change this up. You, you better yeah. think. You know, you you gotta... keep doing what you're doing. I know you're getting tired. I know you're on fire. It's hot out here. Your hands might be getting numb. Your body's stiff. You're afraid to move. All of those things are part of the design of this challenge. You have to overcome it right now. If your leg goes to sleep, rely on the other one. <laughs> he's running out of things to say. If this was he David is. versus Goliath, he's like, David, you know, doesn't have the muscles of Goliath, he's but he has the shot. cunning. He has the cunning and the, the agility and the know-how how to approach this challenge. And Goliath, brute strength, a machine, you know, able to just gut it out. We're going to see which side went. Like, he could go on forever with a, a theme and, like, attach it to even a, a challenge. This is like, your leg is going to get tired. And if that leg doesn't work, use the other ones because you have two. Sorry, Noel. It was like it was that time that uh, Jeff and I called up Rob's sister Nina, where we pitched a Survivor gold medals, silver medals, bronze medals, and, and, redemption. and, and yeah, redemption. And uh, I think that um, uh, sister Nina was like, "This is not that far fetched of an idea." I think I could see Jeff saying, "You're a bronze medal, always in third place, but aspiring to get up to silver, and you're a silver." You know, no, 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 no. He would, he would be like, "Bronze medal, you're just happy to get a medal." Silver, <laughs> you were right there, but you lost. But, and you, then but, you, but you're better than bronze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, you two are very nice. I would have like tried to be petty and go, you know, we can get some um some gold medis medalists who are disgraced, right? 
Um, wouldn't everyone love to see? And he would go, oh, Ben Johnson, because you're Canadian. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm talking about the other cheater, Carl Lewis. And just see all the Americans <laughs> get angry. <laughs> Americans get so freaked out when people start talking about Carl Lewis and how much of a, a cheater he is. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, Chris Catan, Chris Catan p- pitched here. No, that so. guy couldn't. What is love? Makes no sense. He couldn't handle like most of like how many days did he last in the Big Brother house? It was sad to watch him. Kind of like how, how many hours was he actually awake? Yeah, he was He was eating that cake for days in the Big Brother house. You know, I don't think we're gonna see him on the challenge, Foster. Uh, are you familiar with Chris Kattan from uh, Saturday Night Live's uh, '90s era with uh, with Will Ferrell? No, I'm not. They were the. I'm sure uh, if I saw his face, I might recognize. But uh, maybe if you did, you ever see Undercover Brother? You know the award-winning <laughs> Undercover Brother. He's the man. He's the man. Uh, he's also in Zoolander, maybe or something like that. I don't know. He's been in some stuff. But Chris Kattan, Corky yeah, Romano. We, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we can't get on Chris Kattan forever because uh, you know he's not as relevant. And his his Big Brother celebrity uh, appearance, while memorable, but all for the wrong reasons, and sort of uh, was sort of just yeah. They're all they're all bad though. Like they, most of the celebrities they get, they're like, why is they even here? No, you didn't, you didn't watch. You had a whole week, man. I know. I told you. I've got. Uh, I'm. I'm. I don't have the weekly podcast like like you, Dave. So I can't. Uh, I don't have those obligations to be week to week. I'm waiting to uh, catch up with someone. So right. I'll. Uh, I'll get there. I, it's. It's tough though. But I haven't seen any of it, so I'm not. And I, I'm not exposed to the uh, social media, right? So I don't know who's winning or losing or whatever, right? So would you support Ellie on the challenge? Would you be okay with her being on there? I don't even Probably know who not. you are. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like fans of the game. I don't even know who the hell you are. <laughs> like I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the, um, like if I was, if I were to look at the roster right now, and I would say like from, like for the survivor roster, like, like, like Ryan, because he, he's a physical threat. Um, I would say Cody, and that's Sammy. No. He he wouldn't he he gets he's too no. young he's only he's, nineteen years old. He's, Dave. He's, do they yeah, take nineteen he, year olds on the challenge, or do you have to be at least? 20? Yeah, I think you have to be twenty one because they they do like yeah they have the yeah they hold the whole drinking party scene right for part of the whole shtick right so. What they, uh, but no, it's uh, like I know that Jay's. I was thinking about that today actually because Jay was on it right or is, is on it again. From millennials Gen X, and um, like, like, there's no animated characters as much in this season of like Sammy's animated because he's young, right? But there's no like, oh, this guy. I'm like, I'm gonna remember this season because of this person. Right? I thought that was or gonna like, be Cody. Cody was so promising early in the season, and then Cody sort of got a little boring uh, as it is going on here. Um, you know, but in the early episodes, Cody had some quite some 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 moments, you know. Uh where... I think Cody played us. Get busy living and get busy dying.
Yeah, he had some fun, some fun moments, especially in the premiere. But now he's just, he's he's seemingly kind of fallen into this role as sort of um, the Seven's comp beast and uh, maybe Jesse's lieutenant uh, within the Alliance. Uh, lieutenant, are we going to call like this? Is the next episode Dawn of the Seven, or this episode should have been called Dawn of the Seven? Dawn of the Seven. The Magnificent uh, Seven. It's like the Seven in um, the Boys. Yes. The Boys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be good. There was a bunch of sequels to that. I'd have to look up all the titles, but there were some clever uh, ones in there, too. Turn of the A-Train to the deep. But anyway, uh, guys, let's wrap up. I think we've said everything we can. We need more from this season. We need more from you, Probst. Bring it on. Sam, put your your math equation in it as we start to wrap up. Okay, yeah. Uh, Foster, would you like to see Dave and Jeff in a hall brawl? Uh, well, like you two guys, I guess so. Or, uh, would like, or would you like to see Jody and David in a hall brawl? I don't know. Who David is. Is. <laughs> what do they do in the, What do they do in the hall brawl? Oh, it's, it's not it's a sex thing, Sam. Is it? It's basically like just a narrow hallway, and there's one guy on each end, and they just basically have their football equipment. And they just run through each other to get the bell on the other side. Oh, so it's like there's no other way to. Yeah, it's it's like. Probably, but you want to stop them from getting to their bell. Yeah, like yeah, there's a collision basically, right? And then, and then the women do it too, but it's like, um, it sounds um, two, two and a half, three feet wide. It's not very wide. Sounds like you know concussions and CTEs. Oh yeah, they've got like helmets and shit. Like they're all fucking, they're decked out. It's like even so, like, yeah, it seems like it could go bad. Um... But yeah, uh, yes, I I would like to see Jody and Davin in a hall brawl just to see what, how I think. Uh, not sure who would win that. Yeah, so sure. All right, well, guys, uh, we have other things here on the network. Did you know that the Super Mater Brothers podcasting has talked about all kinds of great reality TV shows, including Survivor, but also Big Brother, Big Brother Canada. If you didn't get that, not the challenge, but you know, maybe one day we'll see. Um, and we're also part of the United Federation of Podcasts, a great network of podcasts, including some fantastic shows like X-Rated, the X-Men, the animated review show with Davin Skelhorn on Tuesdays and Andre Mayette. Uh, they just finished the Dark Phoenix saga. They, it was a two-parter I think they were doing. They're doing a great interview uh, next week with uh, one of the writers from that episode. They got some great stuff going on there at X-Rated. The Graphic Histories podcast, uh, the ongoing saga of Andre Mayette's uh, telling us the history of graphic novels and artists and things like that. Um, you saying something, Jamil? You... Am I saying something? I don't know. Um, Night of the Living Dead. I think he, um, the author, um, of uh, a book, I believe, is Andre. But um, look on the socials. Um, is very interesting. Go ahead. Yeah. Also, hold up a movie podcast. Uh, that's with Davin and Chris Murphy. Uh, they where they watch three movies. Uh, two from. The old times, the 20th century, one from the 21st century, and see if the old ones hold up. I'm going to be on to talk about dystopian movies uh, with them, including Gattaca, um, the what was it, the Logan's Run, and yeah. and, and Southland, Southland Tales. Tales. <laughs> yeah, so and this bad. is the movie Murphy thinks is going to be like, this is the greatest thing, but I don't think so. Have you watched the movies yet? No. Well, I've seen Gattaca before, and I've seen Logan's Run. I've actually seen Southland Tales. Oh, Lord. So, <laughs> Dude. Hopefully it's good. Oh, no, it isn't. <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad. 
So get, I'm going to be talking to them about that. Uh, that's coming up later this month in November. Um, and then we also have the Live Long and Podcast, the Star Trek family, uh, where we talk about all kinds of different Star Trek Mondays, Star Trek Enterprise, Tuesday, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. We're talking tomorrow about Star Trek Prodigy. <laughs> uh, Davin and Jessica Chan and I will be talking about the newest episode, uh, All the World's a Stage. Uh, really cool show. And uh, we have a back catalog where we talk about Picard, Discovery, Strange New Worlds, all the movies, the original series, all kinds of great things. Uh, all those other ones that we mentioned. And uh, Star Trek Radio Theater, the edited version of uh, The Way to Eden, to come out very soon. I almost got the edit done. Um, looking forward to sharing that with the uh, with, with the public. But it was a great one. We recorded way back in September, actually. So it's almost been two months. So it's been a, a labor of love, but we're going to get that out soon. And then we're going to be recording a new one in the near future. Um, trivial debates coming up later this month. We're trying to get the, the, the panel and the schedule confirmed. But we're looking where we're doing a music theme uh, episode, hopefully, with Davin Skillhorn hosting. And Jamil's in there, Chris uh, Seymour and Chris Murphy. It's going to be an interesting one. Uh, Bone saws ready? Yes, yeah, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a fun one, I think. Uh, did you know we all, there's also a Hellbound podcast, a horror movie podcast uh, with Alex um, Blackburn, Michael Black Chan. <laughs> I always get that mixed up for some reason. I don't know why. Every time I look at the picture, it throws me off. Um, let's talk about fighting games. Yeah. Sam Jerka. Sam Jerka. Super Smash Brothers. Seth. Paranoia. Paranoia right. Talking this about. Mega Man, you know, the fighting game. There's a Mega Man fighting game. Only it's, on New Year's. Only on New Year's Eve. They only talk on, about it. No, there's an actual Mega Man fighting game. There you so, go. Yeah, there so, you go. You were right all along, Dave. I was, of course, Dad, you were right all along. Those are the words hopefully he's going to say to me soon. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to see him on Friday. We'll see if even maybe he'll start with that. Hey, Dad, just wanted to say you were right all along oh. about everything. Well, you're all gonna have a great remembrance day together uh remembrance day uh remember remember the 11th of november um at 11 a.m at 11 minutes you're kind of combining you know <laughs> guy fox day and remembrance day but sure it worked i kind of am a terrorist that tries to blow up the government but, yeah, they, they, they do blend well yeah, it kind of all fits together nicely, right? So all of that uh, and, and more on the United Federation of Podcasts and within the Super Mario Brothers podcasting family. Thanks for being with us. Thanks to you, Foster. Thanks to Jamil and Jeff and to me. Maybe mostly to me, but or at least so. But uh, great talking with you guys. Hopefully we'll have more to go. Maybe a blindside next week. We'll see. Thanks for being with us. Two um, men. And too many. Okay, let's go. Oh, um, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Two and a half men. Hold on. Equation. Oh, did he give it to us yet? Yes, he did. Oh, okay. Forever. S plus, S plus E equals four. M plus E equals 69. Sam versus Ellie equals yeah, 69. There you go. You wish. All right. Oh, and I think I think we need to, we need we need just a, a probes quote to, to to leave us here. Uh, let's go with this one. Five of you are sitting out. That is a massive risk. Maybe the tribe will treat you respectfully and not vote you out, or maybe we'll have a big blindside tonight. Who knows? James, Sammy, <laughs> Jesse, Cassidy, Carla, you're on the bench. We tried to play the game for them. That's a, a, <laughs> please, please. We need content. All right. We'll see you next time, guys. All right. Bye.